JD Talking Sports. It is Wednesday, September 13th, 2017. JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes. It's a great night. Yankees won today, 79-66. They play Baltimore at home. Then they host... Forget it. I think... Oh, the Twins. I think the Twins coming to town. This is the thing. Red Sox are losing. Yankees two and a half out after today. Danica Patrick's losing her ride, which means she is not going to... All right, Isaac, I'm sorry. Going to lose her ride with NASCAR. And she's not sure where she's going to go from here. But, you know, I mean, yeah, she's 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 saying that she something else. She's not sure what she'll do next. You know what? I think of she's made a lot of money. I think of Anna Kornikova made a lot of money. She's not going to return to Stuart Haas Racing in 2018. She found earlier this summer that uh, SHR will not field the car for her in 2018 if it could not find sponsorship. She goes, I'm fine. I believe everything happens for a reason. You never know how good something can be until you try. Yeah. If I'm racing, well, she wants the best chance to perform and get the winner's circle, which is what I want to accomplish NASCAR. I don't, or if I don't feel that's something that will have possible, then I'm okay with that too. Yeah, okay. She's never won a race. She did get a pole. She is the only woman to sit on a pole at a NASCAR Cup Series race, the 2013 Daytona 500. Seven top tens and 180 career starts, all with SHR. Nature's Bakery ended a three-year deal after one year prior to the 2017 season. She believes there are opportunities with NASCAR teams if she can land sponsorship. She goes, if, uh, I've said for a year or two now that if running 20 to 25th is something that's going to happen on a regular basis, that's not fun to me, and I don't want to just, you know, fill a field. That's not why I participate. I've never related to an athlete when they say I'm just happy to be here, ever. Okay, I, I respect that. Much respect. You know, uh, since her announcement Tuesday... Her car owner Tony Stewart released a statement saying he is supportive of her, supportive of her and her teammate Kevin Hav- uh, Harvick. Uh, and her teammate Kevin Harvick said Wednesday that he hopes she could continue to dri- continue to drive. Which, if you know, that's a good, you know, hey, you know. He said, you know, Harvick said the impact and the footprint that she's brought to our sport is big. On the other side of it, you have to you have a performance side of thing that at some point measures into everybody's sponsorship. I hope that Danica gets a sponsor because she's an important part of our sport. I don't know. You know what? I I think she's had a she had a good run. She's not winning. But also, you know, it's her team. You know, I mean, um the best teams have the best um the best riders at racers have the best teams around her. She said the workload is, you know, it's relentless to, to be at the top. 
if you know if you have a group of people willing to work that hard you're better off at a second tier team than a first tier team that has a group of people who doesn't care about you and they asked if she had people who cared about her when she when she was driving to SHR one willing to fight for her times I don't think it's always constant at the cup level I partially blame just how difficult it is the workload challenge of it it's wide and deep especially it's Stuart Haas where it's a crew chief driven team where the crew chief makes all the calls and the car build and how it is and what setup ultimately goes in it. She said, there's no two identical cars at the shop. Kind of interesting, you know? There are times when the envelope gets pushed and I yell and scream loud enough and sometimes things go a little bit better, but I, but I think at times it's also been very average. There's been a mix of both. She's 28th in the standings. She said, I've always driven for good teams and I'm grateful for that, which is why I don't feel like I'm given I'm given the opportunity to be with a team that can do that for me. Okay, I'm grateful for that, which is why if I don't feel like I'm given the opportunity to be with a team that can do that for me and give, give me the opportunities on a more consistent basis, then I don't have interest. She said she's not considering a return to IndyCar. I just say way too old to say never. That's definitely nothing I'm seeking. She also wants to start a family. She dates NASCAR driver Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Everything in the world, this world is possible. If I have the opportunity to drive for a team that is going to give me a chance to win, then I'll do it. Well, I feel like she's been given the keys to the castle. I don't know how much more she's going to do. Yeah, and then you got the Jets playing. You know, last week they got beat up. McCoy went for 100 yards. I think he had over 150 yards rushing last week. Yeah, Marshall Lynch had a 76 yards. 10 of his 18 carries came in the fourth quarter. They're going to play in the black hole. First, Lynch's first game as a Raider in his hometown of Oakland. It's going to be a little crazy. You, th- you think it's going to be a little crazy? You got Derek Carr. 81 touchdown passes, first three seasons, fourth most in history behind Marino, Andrew Luck, and Peyton Manning. 2016, he posted 15 touchdown passes, one INT went trailing. He's got a five-year, $125 million contract. You get then Amari Cooper, the first Raider since Jerry Rice, 2001-2002, to reach 1,000 receiving yards in back-to-back seasons. He only had five catches on 12 targets in the opening, which means he's going to blow it up. Then he got Michael Crabtree, the Jets loved in the 2009 draft. In fact, they were accused of tampering during his prolonged rookie holdout with the Niners, who apparently thought the Jets were trying to convince him to ask for a trade. Niners eventually dropped the charges. Ian Cooper retrenched 1,000 yards last year, becoming only the third tandem in team history to accomplish that. Then you have Khalil Mack, reigning NFL Defensive Player of the Year. League high 26 sacks over the last two years. He had only five QB pressures and two tackles for loss in the opener. He free agent in 2018. Free agent in 2000. And then Rich Samidi said, relax, two words, franchise tag. And then you have kicker, Giorgio DeVecchio. Previously cut three times by the Raiders. He was promoted from the practice squad last week when Sebastian Janikowski was placed on IR. Now, he's been the kicker since, since 2001. He was the longest tenure with the team active player with Tom Brady 
Tavecchio became the first player in NFL history to make two 50-yard field goals in his debut, a couple of 52-yarders. One of them, they said, would have been good from 68. This is what we have to look forward to. And the Canadian Football League is banning fully padded practices. Yes, you heard me correctly. Fully padded practices during regular season practices. Commissioner Randy Ambrosi and the CFL Players Association made the announcement Wednesday per per Kevin Seifert of ESPN.com. It will go in effect immediately in an effort to limit non-game contact after preseason training camp. Helmets are the only padded equipment they can wear under the new policy. According to Dave Naylor of TSN, CFL teams were previously allowed seven days of full contact practice during the season in addition to full contact practice at training camp. Also, this is only changed. They're going to extend the regular season from 20 to 21 weeks and give teams, which will still play 18 games, three buys instead of two, which, you know, is good. You know, instead of this Thursday night football shit, which we have tomorrow night, which these guys have, you play Sunday and you're going to play again on Thursday? No, it's not enough time. Now, the C, the collective CBA in NFL allows 14 padded practices during the regular season with 11 coming in the first 11 weeks. NFL Players Association Assistant Executive Director George Atala called the CFL's move an interesting development in a tweet Wednesday. Ambrosi specifically highlighted the decreased physical pounding for offensive and defensive linemen with the new change. He said those guys are literally hitting each other on every play. In one game's worth of hitting, you're probably getting hit or being hit more times than most people would be in a lifetime. It sounds crazy, but it's true. It does take a toll on the body. I agree. Ambrosi said the change wasn't just to address concussions, although Seifert pointed out it did come two months after a Boston-based study found CTE in nearly all of the 202 brains sampled from former football players. I'll tell you, that's a, that's a hell of a move. That's a hell of a move by the CFL. Now, I don't know. Now, this is the thing to talk about. The guys can't hit during the regular season. It affects their playing, affects the games. But I'll tell you, you know what? Um, you know they could, they could, they could. They have all these dummies now. Maybe they'll let the guys practice on dummies. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. This Tomlin who likes doing the padded practices. He said it helps the team. He likes getting physical like that. And interesting, interesting development from the CFL. I'm curious how the NFL Players Association is going to deal with this. I mean, everybody's freaked out about CTE. I mean, what's the next step? Not playing any games? <laughs> I think if they can't practice, it's got to affect the games, the quality of the games. I'd be curious. I'd love to get, like, a poll and see what everybody thinks about this. But that's that's big. That's big. And DeAndre Johnson, who was on a Last Man U, went to play at Florida Atlantic this year for Lane Kiffin. He actually had a scary medical condition. He's got... Two blood clots in his arm were discovered. And he he's only played a couple games this year, but he's probably going to be out the year. They're 0-2. And they actually were in Wisconsin where they just lost to Wisconsin. Couldn't fly back because of Irma. And their game is supposed to be on. They're supposed to be playing Bethune-Cookman, who's 1-1, Saturday at 6.30 p.m. is on his schedule. We'll see what happens. But DeAndre Jordan, hey, get healthy, get better. Scary stuff, Yankees seventy nine sixty six, two and a half out after today. That'd be sweet, right? That would be sweet, so sweet. And I read a thing about Todd Marinovich. He's playing in a in a football league now. A yeah, it, it, it was a it was I read in the New York Times today. I just was like forty eight years old. He still isn't. You know, he's still he's not a hundred percent sober. 
He's playing for free. He looks like he's lived. Yeah. Mike Tierney wrote the article. Yeah, he's getting divorced. He has two kids from his wife. He plays for the SoCal Coyotes in the World Development League. And he played, 16 years ago, he played in the Arena Football League. But he was, uh, he was ejected from two consecutive games followed by a suspension for dodging drug tests so he could hide his heroin addiction. His father's suffering from dementia now. If you haven't watched that 30 for 30 on him, it was amazing. September 2nd. First game since age 15 that Marinus claims was not in the midst of drug or alcohol use. He threw for seven touchdowns and a 73 nothing win over the California Sharks. A sore shoulder kept him out of the Coyotes game last Saturday. And the... Which they ended up winning that game. Yeah, there's no salary. Yeah, this picture's from when he was younger. And the Michael Carls, who's the backup quarterback who could be starting younger guy he he filled in six touchdown passes and a 54 nothing went over the Los Angeles Scorpions yeah Carl said he could overtake Marinovich in an open competition he coaches high school football and harbors no aspirations advancing to the loftier leagues they're not so the Coyotes are non-profit organizations that assist partly in corporate donors Last year, Marinovich was one of the team's assistant coaches. But the the, the coach um, thought it would be good for Marinovich, as well as the team, for him to take another shot at quarterback. They do the run and shoot, popularized by Mouse Davis. Remember him? He was at the Houston Gamblers. I remember that's where he started, USFL. Got to get rid of the ball in two and a half seconds. Miller, a run-and-shoot disciple, took Marinovich to an audition conducted by Davis. Davis, 84, voiced voice no reservations other than saying that an athlete as old as Marinovich would probably wake up sore after operating his high-tempo offense. He wears as much protective equipment as possible. You know, last year he was arrested, Marinovich, in someone's backyard while in possession of marijuana and methamphetamine. His drug-related offenses have reached double digits with some resulting in felony charges. He said, you're bringing in, a, you know, Coach Miller said, uh, you're bringing in a Tebow without Tim's moral background with the baggage. A lot of baggage. And he, he, the murderer talks about one thing I'm letting go is my perfectionism. I'm beginning to learn to live with imperfection. And his father was ingrained by his father. He was lifting hand weights and performing pull-ups at age three. Murderer said he was doing the best he could with the information he had. He said, this might surprise you. He said, uh, you know, he's trying to master golf, but I have an addictive personality. Yeah, and he looks he looks weathered. 48 years old, man. I remember, I remember watching that piece on him, and he said the first time I did, first time he said he did cocaine, they said the look on his face, his friend went, oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly, we're in trouble. Yeah, that's what he said, oh, fuck. He goes, this is not good. This is not good at all. 
not good at all. And what I say about the Yankees, they got to win two out of three. They got to win two out of three. There's a good article, too, about the A's, the fifth oldest stadium in baseball. They've been here since 68, and there's been nothing do, to do to improve it. Whereas the Braves, 20 years after 20 years, they moved into the new stadium. And Cobb County taxpayers paid nearly $400 million for the new stadium, and now the county is a budget shortfall and will most likely have to cut services. So the A's are trying to do it. And then you got the freaking Indians won 21 in a row today, which is an American League record tied for the second most. But they're saying that the record held by the 35 1935, whatchamacallit? Oh, was it the Cubs? Or the, what the record is 26. I gotta look that up again. But the record, there was a tie in one of the games. So they're saying, so, but uh, listen, 21 games is out of control. And Freddie Roach expresses concern over Canelo Alvarez's new bulkier frame ahead of Triple G bout. I guess we'll see. I don't know why boxers really have to get bulkier. Then you got the Cubs, who have 18 games remaining. 11 will be played against the Cardinals and Brewers, and they play eight straight against the Cardinals. But the thing, Joe Madden, the coach, yeah, they're going to play eight straight later this month before they finish the season at home against the Reds, the Cubs. And Madden, the coach, uh, said, I've often told my players perfection is a boring concept. If it was that easy to do, nobody would ever do it. I like the fact that it's difficult right now, and I think that we should learn something about ourselves going forward. The biggest thing to learn is that it's not about anybody else. It's about us playing well. If we play well and take care of our business, we'll be fine. Yeah. you can't. You can't it's all outside noise. You just have to be like... And it's interesting. The Cubs won a title in 1908 after after following one in 1907, so back-to-back. You know, hey, anything's anything's possible, right? You just have to get hot at the right time. And Marbury, listen to this, 40, hasn't played in eight years. And he wasn't like, um, and they said he's not joking about this, you know. Hasn't played in eight years. He said he's going to probably finish his year, he'll, he'll play the season in the Chinese Basketball League. And then may pick up with the, he thinks it could be a, a late, season addition to one of the teams. He said, uh, you, you, some, you finished strong with the team that can use some veteran leadership. And he said he learned from Terry Porter, Mike, uh, Mike Williams, Doug West, Stanley Roberts, and uh, Googs. From Googly, what, Gugliano from the T-Wolves. Mike Gugliano. Hey, you know what? And also, Bob Cousy, it's interesting to me, Bob Cousy took six years off, and then he, more than six years after he retired in a day dubbed the Boston Tear Party. And actually, he w- he wanted to be, the Cincinnati Royals was when he wanted to strap it on. Now, the 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 Celtics still had his rights, but uh, Cousy insists the comeback wasn't just a promotional stunt, so the Celtics should have no objection to him playing for Cincinnati. Eventually, trade was worked out, sending Kuzi's rights to Cincinnati in exchange for uh, Bill Dinwiddie, a backup forward. And, you know, 
you know, he said, well, I don't want to make a jackass. You know, I, I, he said, I kept myself in shape. I have enough pride in the past not to want to make a jackass out of myself. He said, I'm 41 years old and I've set out six and a half years. And this game has become one of sustained running. I'm not really going to do anything significant out there. But he says, you know, I just want to just make a jackass. That's what he said. Six and a half, that's a long time in between. And, you know, a little different. Marbury Cousy was beloved, respected, who last his last game before retirement earned him a sixth championship ring. Career average of 19.3. But by 31, final season, he was the 10th man for Kevin Garnett's Celtics. By 31, he was averaging freaking 3.8 points per game. Now, the only thing is, is that Marbury has, has been playing professional basketball nonstop, more court-ready than Cousy was at 41. He's actually, and actually, he wouldn't even be the oldest player. He's three months, two and a half, three months younger than Vince Carter, who is a much better player at this age than he is. And, you know, regardless, he'll be, it'll be nearly nine years by the time the Flying Duck season ends, and that would easily break the record for the longest gap between appearances in the NBA. You know, excluding players who went from the NBA to the ABA and back, the Elias Sports Bureau says the distinction for longest gap between NBA games belongs to Gary Plummer, a power forward. Gary Plummer is also the name of a guy who played linebacker for the Niners, won a couple rings with the Niners. A power forward who played 66 games for the Warriors in 84-85, disappeared to Europe, and then returned to play 60 games for the Nuggets in 92-93. Plummer's hiatus lasted for 2,776 days. Now, Kuzis was over 2,400. Marbury will have been 3,077 days when the Knicks opened the 2017-18 season on October 19th. Now, he'd be 41. And they said just 22 players have appeared in a game after the 40th birthday since 63, according to basketballreference.com. And only five of those players have played 50 more games after turning 40. But as a feat... Then, but then you got Vince Carter, who signed a one-year contract with the Kings. He's twenty-five days. I'm sorry, he's twenty-five days younger than uh, Carter. I was wrong. Twenty-five days. You know, thirty-one. He averaged three point eight. I said. You got Josh Childress, thirty-four, who just finished his stint with the Big Three. Got signed a contract with the Nuggets. And Nkusi, interesting. The man called Houdini of the Hardwood scored just five points in seven appearances before once again fading into retirement. So, you know, I don't know. You know, we'll see. We'll see, right? We'll see. And then Baker Mayfield, listen to this. He showed up at a Texas Tech in 2013 and became the first true freshman walk-on quarterback to start a season opener in major college football history. He lost his job to Davis Webb later that year, transferred to Oklahoma without any insurance from Bob Stoops that he'd even be allowed on the team. He's now in his third year as a Sooner starter. Third year. Gotta love that, you know? And he apologized. He, the reason why he did the flag thing, I read, was that he wasn't happy how the Ohio State the year before celebrated at Oklahoma's field. So he, he did one further and he put the stamp the flag down. What are you going to do? Paris will host the 2024 Summer Olympics, Los Angeles 2028. Maybe we'll go to Paris for 24. Maybe. Oh, and John Jones KO over Daniel Cormier at USC 214 changed to a no contest after positive B sample. Nice going, John Jones. You're out for a long fucking time. And Sloan Stevens describes journey to the U.S. Open title. I think everyone's just still in shock. Nah, you played a hell of them. You, you were good. Yeah, okay, so now 
Giants in 16 have 26, but they're saying one of those games was actually a tie. Now people are saying, well, now they, they're tied with the Cubs from 35 for 21. That 21 straight wins, that's a hell of a... And they've only trailed for four of 189 innings during their 21-game winning streak. Only four of 189 innings. Four. Quattro. That's not a lot, folks. Yeah, Danica Patrick, she's open to something completely different. Yeah, having a family. That sounds good. And Texans starting linebacker Brian Cushing suspended 10 games for a second career PED violation. Listen, you know they're testing, dude. What the fuck? What are you doing? What are you doing? He, he's a monster. New Jersey boy, get your shit together, Cushing. Get your shit together. And Ronda Rousey discusses love for WWE, says suspension of disbelief made her a fan. Listen, suspension of making a lot of money. That'll, that'll get you going, too. And Garcia today for the Yankees, four and two-thirds, five hits and a run. Chad Green got the win with one and a third inning of relief, three strikeouts. But Tantis gave him a run in the eighth. And then freaking Chapman did a one and a third, got his 18th save, two baseball balls, but four. He struck out the whole, all four batters. A lot of freaking strikeouts, man. Yankees 79-66, you got to love it. You got to love it. And uh, Tanaka's pitching tomorrow against the Orioles. 7.05. Wade Miley. 11 and 11 with a 4.8. Oh, and fucking Frankie Vincent, man. Frankie Vincent, rest in peace, man. Goodfellas, Raging Bull. He went in, had a heart attack last week, and died during open heart surgery, which happens a lot. 78 years young. Frankie Vincent, we'll miss you. My friend says, get your shine box. And Heat and guard Josh Richardson signed, uh, finalized a four-year, $42 million extension. If you can get it. Oh, and White House says ESPN personality Jamel Hill's President Trump white supremacist tweets are certainly a fireable offense. I don't know, man. They got rid of Kurt Schilling. I'm not saying, I mean, you know, everybody's saying shit. But you know what? Jamel Hill's always been this. You know, hey, she could, hey, she's entitled to her opinion. I, I don't know. Kurt Schilling said stupid shit. I think everybody's, in, hey, I'm not saying she's saying stupid shit. She's entitled to her opinion. But fired? Listen, isn't it free speech? Yeah, I know. I know. Schilling's going to go. Well, hey, you fired me. You didn't get rid of her. Well, I'm not in charge of everything. And UFC officially reinstates Daniel Cormier as UFC light heavyweight champion. How do I feel about that? You know, how do I feel about that? Hmm. White supremacist. All the shits that's happening in the world. He didn't ha- handle Charleston very uh, Charlottesville very well. I think she was pissed off. I think she was really... And, and Chats and uh, Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling was just talking out of his ass. I think she's got stuff to back it up. I support her. I support her. Yeah, and fans kicked out of Fenway Park for dropping racism as is as American as baseball banner over Green Monster. Oh, I guess it bothered people. Hey, and Michael Bradley brushes off Alexi Lawless's harsh criticism of the U.S. national team. What's he going to say? The truth hurts. Better to keep your mouth shut, right? Better to keep your mouth shut. John Jones, man. How the did you fuck that up? And Craig Carter resigns from WFN. Yep. You know that was happening. He's not getting a job again. How do you screw that up? We were talking about, Carol and I were talking about the, today. Given the golden ticket and he fucks it up. Given the golden fucking ticket and fucks it up. This is disgusting. World champion eater Matt Stoney devours four Big Macs. 
four large shakes, and four large fries in five minutes and 31 seconds. And there's video of it. I'm like, do I? That's, that's disgusting. That's, you know how much? I ate, a, I ate a shake, a fries, and a Big Mac, and I was sick to my stomach. That was one, one round. I couldn't imagine four. And Zach Randolph's pot charge dismissed will serve 150 hours of community service as part of plea deal. They said he is one of the toughest guys in basketball. Nobody fucks with him. He is a, he is a scary guy. You do not want to get on his bad side. Yeah, and Josh Richardson was supposed to be in, for the Heat was going to be a restricted free agent in 2018 because they didn't want to go in a bidding war next summer based on uh, their current salary. Second round, 2015 out of Tennessee, and he appeared in 52 games as a rookie. 53 games last season. Average over 10 points, three rebounds, two assists, a steal last year. Also 37% from three-point shooting, improved on everything. And you're bringing in the, yeah, you got a Goran Dragic, Justice Wilson, with Winslow I like a lot. Failed to make the playoffs last season with Dwayne Wade no longer around. They're going to get better. You got to lock these young guys up. Twenty-one straight. That's out of control, man. Out of control. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, unbelievable. All right, let's get to some trivia questions. Yeah, CFL, the notepads. A lot of interesting stuff happened today. Danica Patrick done. Yeah. Crazy, right? I like the CFL thing. And Jamel Hill, white supremacist. Maybe that's a little harsh. Maybe maybe the wording. But she's got hey, a lot of bad shit happening with Trump. Pissing off a lot of African Americans. Pissed a lot of people. Listen, she she's a she's uh right now holding a gold ticket there. They love her. They're gonna stand by her. They're not gonna kick her out. And she, she's always been this way. It's not going to change. This is her. Okay. Last night. Most technical fouls in one season. Rasheed Wallace had 41 in 2000, 2001. And this was before the rule was changed that you got suspended once you got 16 technicals in a season. 41 in 2000, 2001. Okay. Tonight's trivia question. Most regular season games played in a season. Most regular season games played in a season by, by an NBA player. Okay? There's a record. I know you're thinking that there's only 80... What's it? 80? 82 games in a season? Well, it's, it's out there, folks. you got to find it. Okay, Yankees. If uh, Red Sox were losing 7-3 in the ninth to the A's, the Yankees could be two and a half out. South Park, first episode tonight. Season finale, Odd Mom Out. Odd Mom Out. I love it. Yeah, good stuff on. I need to go to bed. I'm tired. I got to do a sleep study tonight. Tonight and tomorrow night. And uh, I did like three, four workouts today. And I overdid it. And my feet are killing me now. It's tomorrow I start first day with the kids tomorrow. But it's in my town, so I don't have to travel far. Uh, Stefan Marbury, good luck. Tom Marinovich. Uh, yeah, I'm a mate. 40 years old. I don't care what he's still slinging a football around. Guy had more, got a lot of talent and just drugs and everything. 
addiction, you know? Drugs has ruined a lot of people's lives. It's a sad tale. Oh, and I taped the uh, 30 for 30 last night about the scabs of the Redskins. I'm dying to see that. I'll talk about that in the near future. All right? I gotta go to bed. Have a good night. Peace out. Talk to you soon. Oh, and Frankie Vincent, rest in peace. Hope you have a shine. Hope they have a shine box for you up there. All right? Peace out.